0: A 6-3 decision from the Supreme Court of the United States puts an end to the mandate from the Biden administration through OSHA, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, saying that businesses with 100 employees or more need to require employees to be vaccinated. Tony Katz, great to be with you. The Indiana Attorney General, Todd Rokita, joins us right now. He has been part of these lawsuits against the Biden administration, against the mandates, a 6-3 decision from the court. Uh, sir, take a second, tell us about what the lawsuit was actually uh, about and then your take on the decision.
1: Hey, Tony, good to be back uh, with you. So, you know, the, the there were two lawsuits that were heard recently. Uh, one was the CMS. Uh, what we call the CMS mandate, and that was the mandate on our healthcare workers by the Biden administration that they had to be vaccinated if their employer took Medicaid or Medicare money. Um, and then there was the OSHA rule, the emergency rule saying that all employers over 100 have to um, uh, either offer a choice testing or vaccination to their employees. So uh, the upshot is, is that the court in both these cases focused on statutory grounds and the intent of Congress and not so much on the constitutionality of either of these. Three justices uh, kind of in the minority or in the different opinions uh, talked about the constitution, but there was no holding from the Supreme court on whether or not these were even constitutional. And I found, I, I found that striking. We argued both that on statutory grounds and on the constitution, this didn't, none, neither of these made sense. And they really followed the constitutional statutory line. That is to say, they found that Congress never intended OSHA to cover public health, for employers to cover public health generally outside the workshop floor. Well, meanwhile, in the CMS case, they said, in fact, that Congress did specifically intend the Health and Human Services Secretary to be worried about general public health. In fact, so much that the HHS secretary didn't even need to promulgate rules for comment, preliminary rules or proposed rules or anything like that. They could just go and edict this. So I found that kind of surprising that they didn't get to the constitutional grounds and that they, the, the breadth that they found of power that they found Congress gave the HHS secretary and then how they rightly found that OSHA didn't it never complicated anything off the shop floor.
0: So when we take a look at this, there were two decisions made by the Supreme Court. The decision on the business mandate, which is what most of us were, were, were looking at, was a 6-3 decision. You're saying wasn't based on the constitutional grounds but rather statutory. Congress doesn't... No one has ever given this authority to OSHA through the Department of Labor, so therefore they cannot engage this kind of activity. But on that CMS side, they said, yes, this seems to be within the purview of what it is they can do. As you take a look at this, talking to the attorney general of Indiana, Todd Rokita, as you take a look at this, let's start with the business mandate side because you have Indiana moving forward its own bill to do an end to business mandates what happens when businesses still say, you know what, we want you to get vaccinated and your job's on the line?
1: Well, that's the, that's the whole key now. The The ball moves into the court of state legislators because, you, first of all, you have to assume that the federal government's never going to uh, pass a, a prohibition for, for employers uh, on this. So uh, the only lawmaking left to do is at the state level. And in fact, that's going on, that debate is going on in the General Assembly right now. Otherwise... Uh, employers private companies can now in the state of indiana because some because some states have passed a prohibition but in the state of indiana employers can still mandate the vaccine if they want as a matter of of being a private employer uh so what the what the supreme court decision did in in this regard is say there's no federal government mandate to do it so that so these employers who want to do this vaccine anyway can't use Biden and the federal government uh, as a fig leaf to so cover for their case, real, they, real intent, real Right. Intent.
0: They can't hide behind the Biden administration, talking to the attorney general of Indiana, Todd Rokita. They can't hide behind that. They, they have to stand up and say, this is what we want. Did this decision, this 6-3 decision against the mandates from Ocean, from the Department of Labor, did this open up the opportunity for the employee to sue the employer?
1: Uh, no, not really. I, I don't see that at all. Uh, it, it, but, uh, you know, what I can say is that this is a big day. It was a big day. It was a good day. And it wouldn't have happened if we didn't work so well together with other states, whether it was me and my like-minded colleagues or our offices who put in thousands of hours of briefing time, uh, practice time in front of the, uh before we got to the Supreme Court and, and then knocked it out of the park in oral argument. Uh, and we have two more cases to go: the head start case where two year olds and up if you're in a head Start program have to be masked, uh, and the federal contractor mandate, those those employees who work for uh, employers who contract with the federal government, uh, those may be up at the Supreme Court next.
0: Now there we we there is a difference between what the the private sector does and what happens uh, w- w- within government. This decision on uh, regarding HHS, regarding CMS, uh, uh, Medicare and, and Medicaid, saying yes that the Health and Human Services Secretary can, as as you described it, by edict without needing any public comment, yeah. can just say you have to be vaccinated. Does this have other challenges that can come? Is there another way? To go about this or is this okay that conversation is over
1: yeah that's a great question I got a lot of balls in the air right now just on these four suits so I haven't really analyzed that as I'm working through these opinions Uh, but I think it's over Uh, but the scary part here Tony is that uh, you know I'm not saying that the the, future Supreme Court couldn't judge this on constitutional grounds I'm saying these opinions don't reach any holding on that they just simply based on congressional intent uh, but let's assume that that's all they're ever going to consider. That means your Congress at any time could say could amend the OSHA law and say, you know what? Yeah, I I want OSHA now to to part, part of covering safety in the workplace is covering safety at home. You know, the fact of the matter is, the the, the Congress through through its lawmaking ability could change these laws at any time and make them more encompassing. And that's what we have to guard against. That's why it's so important one way or the other to your question is to try to get a constitutional ruling on this at some point so that we know where the constitutional limits are and not. Let
0: me take it the other way. Let me put you on the spot. Why not? It's fun to do. Uh, Sure. In Indiana, House Bill 1011 which would prohibit employers from requiring employees to get the vaccine unless the employer offers a religious and medical exemption. I would assume that means that the employer can accept or deny the the exemption. Uh, can states require private businesses not to force uh, vaccine mandates in their businesses if it's indeed their business?
1: Yeah, if, if there's a law that's passed and uh, it, it, it's... It, from my perspective, it appears it would be constitutional. They do that all the time, limit businesses, practices. Uh, So this would be no
0: different. So I'm I'm (laughs) going to ask it a little bit differently. The state can tell private business how to run their business, and we're cool with that?
1: Well, I, I answered your question. I just said, hey, they do it all the time. They put limits on businesses all the time. You can argue whether or not this is a good reason or not to do it. But it happens in lawmaking every day at all, at all levels of government.
0: I, that is actually uh, a, a very acceptable answer. It's just I, I'm not used to you being so cut to the quick. It, it took me. <laughs> it took me it did. Uh, so well, look,
1: look at it this way, let me flip it around. Let's say if it's a constitutional matter, like your right to carry a firearm, uh, should that be limited at the uh, shop door, right? Uh, I think we recently said no, you should you have the right to protect yourself whether you're at work or not and employers can't limit um your ability to do that. The question in this case then becomes is that more of the same thing? Is this about a constitutional right and in personal responsibility and freedom for employees? Or is it more about a law prohibiting more like a law prohibiting how much coal ash you produce, right? So I think that's where the, the line is in terms of constitutional or not.
0: Is there anything to be said when, when people deny religious a- exemptions? Is, is that lawsuit worthy? I mean, it seems that denying a religious exemption is just based on on how you feel that day as opposed to some kind of hard and fast rule, some kind of standard that you can apply it to.
1: Yeah, you know, that's right. It's, it's so slippery. I mean, how who, who are going to be the religious exemption police here, and how are you going to do that fairly? It seems like you have to have a blanket way to do, rule or not. Either someone manifests a good faith religious exemption to you, okay, take it, don't question it, or you don't allow any no matter what they say. Um, I'm obviously for the former version of that. Uh, we have to trust people a little bit more, right? A lot more, in fact. I mean, that's the hallmark of a free republic is to, is to uh, um, expect and respect each other based on their uh, individual responsibility To themselves and each other. I mean, that's what makes freedom and liberty work. (laughs) So uh, I'd much rather side on uh, on that. And I trust my fellow Hoosiers to know when to stay home, to know when to go to work, to know how to protect themselves and have enough respect and courtesy for their fellow Hoosiers to do the same.
0: Attorney General of Indiana, Todd Rokita, I appreciate you being with us.